Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. Today I want to talk about slow living. And I'm going to talk about my sort of attempt at slow living and some of my challenges around it. Um, it's something that's very appealing to me, which is this general concept of getting out of like the constant feeling of sort of rushing uh, and busyness and like always feeling behind, like you need to accomplish more. And, uh, you know, it's this general feeling of like anxiety just about like the pacing of life, like not being able to fully kind of not into relax to do nothing, but just you can be perfectly productive, but to not feel anxious about not doing more. Um, and so this is, I think, part of, uh, not, not part of, but it's, it's something I really want to work on. Really want to work on. Because I, what I recognize is, is when I get into a space where I'm feeling like I'm behind and I need to move faster and I, I need to sort of do more, which is often, um, then what I, I can end up doing is actually sacrificing my productivity. Because the stress level increases and then there's the like because of this additional stress it can be harder to focus on like a single task that needs to be completed and simply like because <laughs> it's like an inability to even like enjoy doing like the task that you need to do like you're already feeling stressed about that and then you're you start compiling the stress of all the other things you need to do in your head um and then so instead of just focusing on one thing at a time and just sort of like marching through and getting things done it's like you might start hopping from task to task and um and just feeling like which makes it like even worse um and i think just generally speaking like i've i've seen these sort of cozy work environment videos uh, on YouTube and, you know, like those and because it's kind of like I, I like to have one of those like those kind of coffee shop videos playing in the background while I'm working kind of a thing. Sometimes that's like relaxing, right, especially because the music is sort of like relaxing and calming. Um, but there's also this this like channel of videos or channels of videos where they just focus on creating a really comfortable work environment like a really cozy work environment and and even like just sharing their work process like literally kind of like set up a camera in their workspace as they just like work or play you know there's also like playing games and things like that too but it's it's done in a way where it's just there's more enjoyment on the present moment, which is which is kind of a core underlying thing to some of this minimalism stuff for me, right? Trying to get more into the present moment. So I think that uh, this is like, for me, getting into like, getting to having a cozy work environment and cozy space and, and getting into that flow of working where you're actually sort of enjoying just you know, you're just sort of present in it and you're not allowing yourself to get worked up about it or stressed about it. You know, it's just you're sort of 
flowing through the tasks that you have to do. Even if you get stuck and you have to look something up. Um, and I think part of this can deal with the fact that like sometimes you need, or like for myself, I will underestimate the time I think it might need take for me to do a specific task. So then I've already set this deadline up for myself in my head or potentially like in a calendar. And if I'm not meeting that, all of a sudden now I'm stressed because I'm behind, I'm perceiving that I'm behind. Um, even if it's something more like, because especially with like software development, there's times where for me, like I needed to go and like learn something I didn't quite understand, especially if you're not surrounded by people who are willing to like, you know, really like help and also who know the answers, <laughs> you know, um, then you might need to look at something and do some research and figure out like, you know, what is it that you're not understanding, get some piece of information, get a little bit of training, do a little bit of reading on our, you know, like, and by the way, I think that's like generally common for like software developers. I, I'm, I'm understanding now that I have a little bit of professional experience that, you know, there's constantly a piece of like researching issues. Like sometimes it's something you can go off and research and get an answer like very quickly. Sometimes it's just not the case. So, um, this is where, and this doesn't have to just be with programming. It's just any sort of work environment. And I, I'm trying to get, I want to get away from, I, you know, I intend to get away from that sense of internalized anxiety of like things aren't moving fast enough because it just doesn't help. Like the result of stressing is that I'm less productive than if I was calm and then just slowly where even, even if I like, cause it's all perception. If I perceive to myself that I'm going to slow down and just take it one little step at a time in reality, that actually ends up speeding me up quite a bit. Um, or not say quite a bit, but I, I would say they definitely ends up speeding me up. Um, like I'm more productive um consistently if i'm in that state then i'm it then if i'm in a state of sort of like low level panic um or mid level panic or high level panic so uh i you know I, my workspace now is like quite like aesthetically it's it's the way that i want it to be um i'm working on getting a uh like a place where I can put the desk lower so I can sit on the floor while I'm working. I think that'll be very helpful. I'm kind of working that out now. Um, but overall, it's like, it's really nice. I, you know, the, I have good audio quality. Everything's like set up nicely. Um, and there is, I think also though, there is probably, not probably, there is clutter in that room that is probably affecting things. Um, and I've started to remove like more and more of that clutter because um, I've moved like I've moved rooms around a little bit right lately. And so like I have sort of leftover stuff that's not doesn't quite apply to that room anymore. And so I think one of the things is like in the past when I've gotten in the state doing things like cleaning your workstation, right? Like just kind of organizing your space a bit can actually help. 
Um, so that's one thing I need to do. I, I need to get the rest of the th items that are in that room that are not directly related to my workspace, my office um, computer space. They need to get out. Um, that is like the first thing I really need to do. And that alone, like, you know, the, the setting up your environment in a way, like there's certain elements to the environment that I can't quite control at the moment. But overall, like I said, it's, it's quite good. Um, so clearing out the clutter, that's a big, big, big part of it. Um, but the other part for me that's particularly difficult that I, I quite enjoyed, like having a normal job, is that when you have a normal job, other people set the tasks for you. So sometimes that can be very stressful, but overall it's like nice to have like a trickle in of like, this is the, these are the things that you need to be working on. And this is generally what the, you know, how long they should take. And, um, I mean, if they set two strict deadlines, it can, it can be, you know, a problem it can create that problem. But just, I'm just saying, generally speaking, like having someone help assess tasks and priority of tasks for you is nice. Actually, I quite like that feature of having a job um you know because when i'm running my own business i'm responsible for everything and the other part of that is that i'm an idea person you know I, i'm i'm good at ideation creation of ideas and so it's something i need to be very careful with because i can get like an interest in, in something else and think, oh, well, maybe I should be exploring this um, as a potential solution for whatever, right? So, like, not going down those rabbit holes is a, is a challenge for me, especially when left to my own devices with, you know, my own business. So this is, like, in, in that situation can create that stress because you're, you're, like, now you have more general tasks to, to work on that need to get done and so it's like it can actually be quite like additionally stressful i guess is the way i would say it like it can add more stress to the situation even more um so like being very clear about what not just what you're working on but what you're not working on or what you're not going to work on uh, is a really important thing. Um, setting guidelines on what you're not going to work on. For me, what I do is I have a program on my computer that only allows certain websites. So, and I curate that list basically once a month. And so I've set it me. I've set it to like literally I cannot go to to websites that will get me off track. And if I, during a given month, if I realize like, oh, actually I don't need access to these websites, these are not actually core to the business and I need to remove access to them, I can just remove them from the list. Um, and if there's something that I do need, then I can add it. And so it's it's a constant like experiment, like a, or sort of tweaking, um, you know. So like as, as an example, I recently added a bunch of AI related sites um, that I can go visit and check out. So I've been looking into like ChatGPT and MidJourney and um, various. There's a bunch of stuff like stuff that makes music uh, for you, and um, there's different types of image generators. And there's you know there's a bunch of stuff. There's like there's people that you can have speak 
uh, on behalf of your business like that don't exist <laughs> like these avatars that are just hyper realistic avatars that you can have so it's all these like interesting things so because I'm looking at AI it's like okay well, let me allow a bunch of these AI sites and then I have to sort of determine you know by, by the end of the month like okay well which of these do I actually need and need to incorporate into my business and which of them are just like unnecessary and maybe possibly distracting you know so curating that list is really important um, for me I, I over the years I've reduced the amount of computers that I own which is kind of strange to say maybe but I've always had like multiple computers um, so <laughs> yeah doing that and then simplifying the amount of users on the computer as well I would usually have like in the past I would set up different users for different functions you know things that I'm trying to accomplishment accomplishment things I'm trying to accomplish so you know like having like a uh, you know application development user and a game development user uh, and sort of like the business user that's just like you know the sort of accounting and bookkeeping and like all the you know administrative stuff thing which you know literally should be more than one person <laughs> you know like ideally like there would be a set different people working on those tasks but when it's just you and you're just trying to get a business going it's like you know it's you so my solution was to like break them up like that but um but i've actually reduced that quite a bit i'm still not at one user account yet um but i am much closer than i was um which is strange to say but um but what that does is you know getting down to a single user account um or i you know I, I don't know trying to get down to one is i think ideal um but it just makes it easier it's like one less thing to manage you know there's like there is a lot of like digital clutter that exists um and you know like even just like have email and like oh my god you know like the amount of like clutter in an email account is just so insane that like i think most people just end up like not touching it like they don't get to inbox zero they just like let it go you know and they just sort of look at whatever the highest priority is and then if someone like says to them that they've missed something then they can search it and go and find it wherever it is i personally really like the idea of not having email at all and i wish i could live in that world um, that's not a reality completely for me because a lot of accounts that you have to set up online are tied in with email like if you forget your password scenarios where you need to get an email sent to you or just I mean I guess it's like or, or when you are like signing up for a new account you often have to like they'll send you an email and you have to click on the email and author you know there's like a process of like that forces you to have some sort of email which sucks um, but I actually like the other thing I really appreciated about this past um, uh, I don't want to say anything specific but like there are companies <laughs> where you don't have to check your email okay and I've had the experience of having a job where I didn't have to check my email like very very rarely very rarely and it would be those situations like they would let you know that you need to look to check in your email for something um, that was a glorious experience because email is not great um, 
I know there's been someone who I think wrote a book about uh, life without email or something. Um, I I know that's a thing, um, but uh, I haven't read it or anything. But like I I just I was searching for like life without email. It's just one of those things I was like looking into, and it is a thing that it does exist. Um, like I said, it, it is kind of difficult for certain things. Um, even like setting up a bank account and things like that, usually you need like an email address attached to it in order to set up an account, that sort of thing. So I don't really know, like maybe I should go and read that book and get some more details about like some of the specifics of it. But the point is, for me, I need an email account as far as I can tell. But like the amount of junk what I call junk mail or, or like mail that's like I've just, I've been subscribed to because I signed up for some website or because I bought some product or something and now I'm getting emails from them once a week. It's just like, you know, it's, I don't even look at it <laughs> kind of, you know what I mean? Kind of a thing, but like it's there. So I think I need to do some, I, I probably need to take this next week and really do like a sort of digital declutter for email, um, declutter the, the physical office space even more than I, I have already. Um, I, I know that I, yeah, I, I need to do those two things. Um, and so I think that that'll help um, somewhat, just sort of like, I mean, I think it'll help a lot, you know, like, and, and, and this is the thing that I mean, especially like, these things take time. Right, like going through and cleaning up an email inbox or organizing a space, like they take time. And so, giving yourself or giving myself the space to like, instead of having this big to do list, you know, that really sets me up to put me in, a, in like an anxious state, which is not helpful for me, like having much less things to accomplish, um, much, much less things to accomplish. Um, what it happens is for me, the result is I actually end up getting, like I said this before, I end up getting more done. So I might actually like, if, if I started out with a, uh, two separate paths, one path is I start the week and I have a to-do list that has like 10 things on it. Right. And then I have another to-do list in an alternative reality where I have two things on my to-do list or one thing on my to-do list. In the, when I, when I set up 10 things on my to-do list, I might get done. I don't know. Let's say like I get like, I don't know. It depends on what it is. Right. I'd like to think like, Oh, I, I get all the things done in the time that I set. But my point is like, I often put way too many things to do on my plate at a given time like and so the 10 is is total arbitrary i guess i could i should rather use a number like 100 or something like that it might make more sense um like the first option i have like 100 things to do and then the, you know the other options if i have one i think this is a more accurate way to sort of describe this scenario so the, the top one is saying like i have too many tasks on my to-do list and then the the other options is I have one, right? Like, so the 
the one that I have one in, and long story short, is like often that one will get done very quickly. Like I'll get the one done in a single day, for example, right? Um, whereas if I have the list of 100, that number one might take me long or will, will like take me longer to accomplish just the item number one. So, you know, so the result is like the scenario when I add too many tasks, I'm slower. And then when I have a single task, it's, I'm just much faster. Um, and at the same time, I'm also like, I allow myself to be put, to put myself in a space where I can have that sort of flow. And it allows me to just really get deeply into the task and figure out what needs to get done with that thing. And so, so just doing one thing at a time. Uh, sort of basic concept, I suppose, but for me, it's something that's very powerful, but it's also something I need to guard myself against is is putting myself in the space where even if I haven't written down the tasks, like in my head, there's a bunch of things that I need to do. So I think what I want to do also like in this this next week is to just set one or possibly two things to do um, and nothing else. And then like as soon as those things are done, then I can add something else, you know, um, or maybe having a master to do list where I write everything I got to do. And then just sort of having a, a new list that just has the one thing. I don't know. Um, I don't want to overcomplicate this, but the point is like, it's not about the thing. It's just to get myself in a space where I can have, give myself more time than I need to accomplish a single task. That's really the core of this. For every task that I have, I want to give myself ample time. So even if I have a list of 100, I if I told myself, well, item number one on that list, you have the entire week to accomplish, or you have two weeks to accomplish, or whatever that, depending on the complexity of it, right? Like, if it's going to take a day, for me, giving myself a, a deadline of a week allows me to get it done in a half a day. <laughs> Right, but if I give myself a deadline of a day, then I'm, then that actually might take me two days. It's a weird, maybe like psychological thing that I need to figure out or play the play that sort of semantic game of myself. And, and maybe you don't have this issue, but like for me, I just want to move forward in a way where, like, I'm always going to be doing my best effort and trying, you know, and working hard, you know, quote unquote hard or, or working. That's the thing about the slow living concept. Like, I think they try to take these certain words out of your vocabulary. Like, instead of, like, working hard, like, you don't need to say it like that. You know, it's just like, you know, my point is, like, I will always be doing my best. But I want to allow myself the space that I need to... Um, Yeah, it's a space and time to to get things, you know, to, to, to give myself space. as a po It's all like giving myself mental space, um, like a space where that I can exist and really just focus. It's like creating a bubble around this one task and, and, and time um, where I can really just focus on it and actually like often enjoy the process and and really get not just complete the task but 
like really fully completed and, and learn something new or, you know, and, and incorporate something or, or even create a little system where the next time that t similar task will come up, then it's going to take, you know, even less time. So, you know, all, all those things. And so um, it's just like trying to find my pacing. That's really like what it is, like the pace at which I work in an in a maybe pacing is not even like right the word because it's like not the right word. It's just like it's more about crazy creating that huga. I think it's H Y G G E sort of cozy environment and space where I'm reducing the amount of stress because why? Like the whole thing is like I don't want to just be worked like stress working for the rest of my life. And I don't even know how common this is for people. Like if people are, have this thing um, where it's like a little more like high strungness about this, um, where some people just seem like they're just kind of relaxed and they're get, you know, and they're also getting their stuff done. They're also doing great work, but they just don't have the stress part of it. <laughs> you know, like they're actually just enjoying their work. So, cause even, even if you go and say, I'm going to work on the, the thing that I, I love the most, you can still put yourself in that stressful like state. And so I don't want to do that. I don't I don't want to do that. I'm going to get away from that into cozy working. So so we'll do those things. We'll implement the you know minimizing the space, which is something that's really actually been a work in progress for me. So I've been basically moving. I have one room that I don't use at this point, so I've actually created that much space for myself. And then I'm basically moving all of the things that don't quite have a home into that space that need to have those final decisions made. And, you know, a lot of the stuff is going to actually get, like, out. It needs to be, like, let go of. Um, but I can initially kind of do that to make this, you know, my existing space that much more minimal and... Um, the rest of my space, you know, I've, I've a lot of like, I've done a lot of work, so I've gotten pretty good, but it's not quite, the, there's still too much clutter. So yeah, so I'll do that, I'll email, um, go through and try to basically subscribe, unsubscribe to as many of these email things as humanly possible. And who knows, maybe there's an app for that. Uh, I feel like there probably is. Um, so maybe I need to look into that and see if there's something that can sort of assist you with that process. Because um, good lord, you know, it'd be nice to just get emails from like that are really actually like super relevant. Um, would love to live in that world, or just not have an email at all. That would be fine with me. So, um, yeah, there's just better ways to communicate. Email is not. It was the reason that email was great was because before you had to physically mail someone something. You had to, if you wanted to send them something in writing, you had to physically type up, write out, you know, print out, whatever, like the papers, and you had to have an envelope, and you had to fold the piece of paper, you put it in there, and you had to like either lick the edge of it or, like some of them just like had a thing you had to remove. And then you had to put a stamp on it, and then you had to physically write in their address, and then you um, had to put your return address, or you might have a printer where you could have that 
printed on your envelopes or get your envelopes pre-printed in a pay you know so like i think at the time it was i don't know around like 25 cents ish or something like that for a stamp give or take um and like so email was like all of a sudden now you can send that so if, if you're a company for example and you're sending you know a ton of emails out that could be or a ton of letters out to your customers and it could be a huge cost so if you can switch to email it saves you a ton of money which is why a lot of these companies are just emailing you because it's cheaper for them um so i understand like why there and also if you're just a person you wanted to send the message to your friend like email was just again cheaper it was free but it was also instant so like you know people didn't have like email on their phone necessarily so you'd have to like turn on your computer you know log log into the internet or dial up or whatever into the internet and then check it so it wasn't like the email was going to the sender didn't have the expectation that the receiver would get it right away but they had the expectation they would get it the next time they oh they turn on their computer and they check their email which would be like i don't know maybe once a week at least something like that so or you know like within a week's time or something so um so it was there's obviously advantages to email though other people wouldn't be using it however it's just become this like unsustainable thing like it's like i also hate by the way or strongly dislike uh junk mail that comes in the f in physical mail as well it's like all of these things are just they're just they're like here make another decision here here make another decision here make another one here's another one here's another one it's like i don't want to have to be bogged down with like having to even just make a decision of a yes or no on all this crap that i don't care about you know because you have to open it because you know it could be something important that you need right it's like oh god it's the worst it's awful and i think i can ask the the post office to like remove junk mail to an extent I think they can do it to an extent of that, but so maybe there's a service I need to look into for that as well. Because um, it's just awful experience. It's so awful. It's so awful. Having to... That's what email, like, generally speaking, has, like, become, is, like, a million just different, like, decisions that you have to make. Um, as opposed to something that's really useful. It's only useful when I need to, like I said, set a, reset, reset a password or, you know have a receipt or something <laughs> like it's just not it's not good you know i mean there are obviously instances of like that you need to communicate with someone and then to do business with them so there's still an aspect of like being able to reach out to people in a way and connect with them you know is is still a thing and still useful to some degree although there's like other sites through which people can communicate you know like i.e like I don't know, there's, there's plenty of them, LinkedIn and other things. So, uh, yeah, it's just, email is just, and the, even companies have tried to do this where they separate your email out for you. Like Google has something where they like try to separate the, the I don't know, the promotional emails from your normal inbox. And like those things are great, right? They're, they're obviously like recognizing like, there's a problem here. Let's try to solve it. Um, and I think that was it might, it might have been like the thing I liked about Gmail the most, actually. 
um, when I was using it. And it was sort of handy. Um, you know, but you can also set rules for yourself as well to sort of redirect emails to other inboxes. But it just becomes this thing where, like, eventually, you know, you can easily have thousands of emails just sitting in your email inbox. And that's not a good experience either because it's just like, what is this, like, physical clutter thing that I need to somehow deal with, you know? Um, or you just go with the approach of, like, I don't care, I'm just not going to look at it and I'm just going to let it just, like, you know, it doesn't matter how many emails are in my inbox, right? Or there's people who get to inbox zero. Um, I think in order to be at inbox zero, like, I would have to set aside time in my schedule on a regular basis, like, daily basis. Pretty much it would have to be a daily basis, I think, to go through emails. So... Part of this, the other part of this probably is, and this is something I've been thinking of as well, is like now that I'm getting away from the the comfort and constraints of like a normal job, like resetting up a schedule for myself where, you know, I'm working on, I'm also sort of time blocking things because it's not just that you have like tasks to complete. There's also recurring tasks that need to get done and sort of setting time aside for those, like, for example, the email thing. You know, because it's like if you spent, I don't know, let's just, even if it's a small amount of time, but you actually did did it, of like 15 minutes a day just to deal with email. I mean, that's, it's like a lot, but it's like at the same time, you know, you'll get to the end of the bottom of that email like fairly quickly, you know. Within a few weeks, you probably wouldn't have anything in there. I mean, it's kind of, maybe it's kind of, kind of taking the approach that I take about like if, if there is a really messy room or something, Sometimes the best thing is just to just to like take like every time you go in and out of that room, just take one item with you, you know. So I don't know. That may be something I'll have to look into. But um, yeah, it's something like I don't I, I would really like to not just get to inbox zero, but like what I want to get to is setting up systems where email is relevant, where the only time I need to look into an email is if, you know, like those situations of resetting a password or, or, or um, signing up for a service. Um, but in order to do that, I need to set up methods so that people can communicate with me. So I can simply tell them if I, they want to communicate, like, Here's the best way to communicate with me, you know, go to my website and fill out this form or like, or, you know, message me on this website or whatever. Like, you know, I need to set those systems up otherwise. Or I also need to decide like if I need to maybe not give out my email address. Like in the past when I started my business, like I, you know, created the email address and business cards and give the business cards out to people and you're, you know, communicating via email and like this is why other systems like Zendesk exist because for customer service related issues like you don't actually need email technically because when a customer emails an email address that you set up with Zendesk, it filters into that system and then, you know, you can track things about it like who the person is and how long the response time. I assume that kind of information is in there. Um, 
as well as like recording phone calls and things like that for you know for quality assurance purposes um so there are systems that are available to solve this issue and i need to leverage some of those because i just i don't like email um <laughs> so i didn't think there's gonna be so much of a tangent on email but i think it's just part of like for me in order to have a cozy space i think about what are the things that are making me anxious or, or, or stressed about being at a computer and one of the things is email it's like i i just despise it it's like it takes me out of whatever i'm working on and now i'm having to deal with whatever this email is telling me to have to do and unfortunately it's like you know there there are things to keep track of and keep on top of and um i don't know it's just a it's something i have to put systems in place around and try to eliminate and minimize email usage as much as humanly possible um resolve my sitting issue which is i'll talk about a different episode or i have already talked about um, where i lower my desk so i can sit on the floor which is more comfortable for myself no clutter around you know creating that relaxed environment so i can just enjoy getting work done and in work and you know and the, the final piece of this too maybe the first piece i should mention is like I'm kind of back into the the why, like making sure that I know not just the why, but the what is <laughs> like really important. I'm in a little bit of a transitionary period right now. So getting really, really, really clear about the what uh, and, the, and the why of the what is really important. So, you know, having a clear what of like, what am I trying to accomplish? And then along with that, a strong enough why to saying, okay, well, this is what I've decided to accomplish, but why do I care? And why is that important? And making that why be really compelling so that you're emotionally like, you know, inspired by that, I suppose. So anyway, um, I think that's all for this episode. And uh, let me know what you think about cozy workspaces and, and finding a, a sort of enjoyment and relaxation it's almost like sounds like a dirty word to say when you talk about work but like working productively while being cozy and relaxing <laughs> like are you able to do that do you have some tips about that um you know it, are you an expert in this field i would love to talk to you uh this is like a thing that i think is is really interesting and and a part of like this sort of slower living thing that i'm you know just trying to find that balance between taking care of all the things you need to take care of you know the responsibility and the money and all that stuff without um or just even do whatever your to-do list is you know just without overly stressing and, and actually being able to enjoy life and have a little bit of more of a stress free um life because work is a, a a large majority of life so if i spend a lot of time stressing right now you know that's not i'm not gonna say it's the worst but i don't think i think i think i can do better so wish me luck thanks for listening uh if you do want to leave a comment go over to the spotify app it has to be the phone app uh, you'll see a question there a general question that i ask and you can leave a comment uh, about the episode question comment concerns whatever you like uh, always appreciate those. Thank you so much for leaving those. 
um, it, it's just helpful to see that I have, you know, interaction and people are listening and, <laughs> and they're enjoying this. And, you know, I do see numbers and metrics, but like having those uh, just responses to podcast episodes in general um, are really helpful. Thank you.